0: Thank uh... you. Guys, what the fuck is up? It's Philly, and welcome back to No Bleeps. This week's episode is going to be definitely like a whirlwind episode because there's just a lot of stuff going on. Like, I'm super anxious this week. I'm stressed out. I feel like I had food poisoning over the weekend. I'm still like trying to like feel 100, but you know, here we are. We're doing the podcast, and we're gonna make it through. And We've got a lot of cool stuff to discuss this week. There's stuff that's going on with Lil Tay. There's stuff that's going on with David Dobrik and Jeff Wittick, and. I'm going to be doing a QA for you guys because there's a lot of questions that people asked me on my Instagram. I posted that I was going to do a QA for the podcast, and a ton of you guys asked me some questions, and we haven't done it in a very long time. So I'm very excited to get into all of those. So, first, I definitely want to talk about this David Dobrik situation because if you guys haven't seen, like, David and Jeff have this untold story of their friendship and what kind of transpired in the last year between the two of them and jeff has been doing this docuseries on his youtube channel and on his patreon and he's been sharing exactly you know what's happened between the two of them and everything that went down with his eye and if you guys don't even know what I'm talking about, this has to do with them all going down to Utah. They did this very, very dangerous stunt where David was controlling the excavator that he did not have a license for with one hand while filming in the other. And he was spinning around the excavator so, so fast while Jeff was literally hanging onto a street string that was tied to the end of it. And it abruptly stopped, which according to Ethan from H3H3, he was saying that an excavator, they have like a certain speed that it can go, and then if it hits like a maximum speed, the machine will automatically stop. So, David was going at the maximum speed, and was way too fast that it abruptly stopped, and that is why Jeff, you know, slammed into the excavator, and he has like double vision, brain damage. Uh, there's so there's so much that happened to him, and he's been doing this docu series to kind of detail everything that went down between. Just the accident, what happened after, how it even happened, the stuff that went down between David and him, the vlog squad. It's a crazy situation because David was supposed to come back and start vlogging again, and this was going to be his vlog to come back. And obviously, because of this accident, he couldn't do that because, I mean, you know, you've almost killed someone and we're literally seconds away, inches away from going to prison for killing someone. It's definitely going to halt whether or not you are going to be posting that video or not. Um, there's been a bunch of people that have also said this isn't the first time that David has ever hurt one of his friends doing a stunt for a vlog. He had hurt Jonah because Jonah tried to do a stunt where he was jumping over a pool with a motorcycle and the pool was like, he he just barely like almost made it over and the motorcycle fell into the water and Jonah ended up in the hospital but this Jeff situation is just it's terrifying i can't believe that this is something that really really occurred and the craziest thing and the reason why i'm bringing it up is because the episode that recently came out i think it's been two days three days now that it's been out showed what happened like at the hospital when Jeff is at the hospital and he's, you know, trying to be in good spirits, trying to think, oh, hey, like, you know, David's paying for my medical bills. It's all going to be okay. Didn't really know the extent of the situation. And he's joking around. He's trying to be himself. And David is like, all right like I'm off the hook Jeff is cracking jokes all is well everything is fine we're cool he's not mad at me it all just seems all good and Jeff said that he wanted to like recreate the scene from the Joker because of how his face looked and he had David like dress up in the Joker costume and yeah like he came into the hospital room all dressed as the joker and people did not like that like there's so many comments of people just thinking that this whole thing is wrong like this should not have happened first of all but the fact that david is not taking it seriously and he's joking and there are people that are like okay well jeff is the one that asked him to go and dress up as the joker and like joke around and like film bits of him in the hospital joking around but David should have been taking it more seriously and really knowing, hey, my friend is really in a bad place and this laughter might be covering up something deeper. And as the person that put him in this position, I should really, 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 really take this seriously and be like, hey, man, like I'm here for you whenever and not ghost him. But that's pretty much what Jeff is saying happened that after the accident, after they went home, David and him did not talk for a long time. And you know, I it, that's just so upsetting. It's upsetting because you might see him in the hospital and he might seem totally okay, but it's like the months afterwards where Jeff is like finding out the severe effects of like what happened to his eye and how many surgeries he's gonna need and how he is depressed because he feels like he doesn't look the same as before and it's really Hurting him, he's struggling. And the fact that David, the person that did this to him, isn't even there to like support him or like apologize or, you know, be there. He's like posting on Instagram and getting praised online. And Jeff even says this in the video that it's just like super hard to have seen David post on his Instagram story all happy, giving away cars, people are loving on him, people love his new house, all this stuff. For that to happen, and you to just be at home, like, dang, like, he really, like, ruined my life, that's, like, that's got to hurt on a whole other level, and it's insane to me that Jeff, you know, felt this way about David, and David, you know, wasn't really close with him and all that, but when all this shit went down with David Dobrik, who got on camera to defend him? Jeff. Jeff got on camera to defend David, and it's just, like, there's so many comments of people being, like, Jeff is too good of a friend. Jeff is way too good of a friend to David. Like, this is ridiculous. He doesn't deserve, you know, to have a friend this good. Meaning, like, David doesn't deserve to have Jeff in his life because of the fact that, you know, he's willing to not forgive, but, like, defend him despite having this life-changing injury happen to him in the hands of David and... Um, he's posted that he's really appreciated the response from this because he was pretty scared that people were going to, you'd be like, oh, you deserve that or whatnot. And it's just like, no, like you didn't sign up to almost die. You didn't sign up to get hurt. The person who you were working for, the person that made you do that should have been more careful and should have made sure that the right people were at the location. Like, they didn't even have a paramedic. There was no paramedic on the standby. There was nobody like monitoring them doing this stunt. David should have had a license if he was going to control something like that, because then he would have known that there's a speed that you cannot go on and where, and then it'll automatically stop. It's like, it's crazy. And apparently Jeff wasn't even the only person that got hurt doing this stunt. Apparently Heath also got hurt during this entire thing. And he like broke his arm or something. It was him and Todd and they were holding on to the string while they were on like a floaty and they were getting spun around. And I guess he like got pulled super hard and his arm turned away and then his arm broke, um, or like it popped out or something like that. So, you know, this day caused a lot of injuries for a ton of people. And it's just clear that it wasn't safe at all. Um, and it, I just, I'm shook that this even occurred and it's just, it's just upsetting. Um, But I do want to move into this little Tay story because I've been getting a lot of DMs about it and this is something I definitely can't talk about on my channel because it has to do with you know, a minor and parents and it just is so freaking scary. Um, so Lil Tay posted to Instagram on Instagram stories and I don't know who is exactly posting this for her. I don't think that it's her that's posting it. I think maybe like a sibling or something, but they're saying things like, oh, like Lil Tay's ready to share her story. And then they started sharing, instagram videos and like posts and the captions i'll read them in order so this is the first one that was posted and it's like a video of lil tay crying and said this was the moment in 2018 my mom showed tay the court order from her abusive absentee father demanding custody of money and control over her career starting today she will be fighting for her life in the supreme court of canada tay has no money left to pay lawyers for fighting for her freedom her father has stolen everything from her she has been physically and mentally abused by Chris Hope and his current wife. Please visit the link in our bio for the full story and the GoFundMe and donate share and donations will go towards Tay's legal fees, giving her a fighting chance at freedom in court. You are Tay's last hope in saving her from a life of abuse. We greatly appreciate any help Tay can get. Every dollar and every share counts. And then there's another video of them like apparently this is her dad and someone is like talking to him about the situation that's going on it's very very weird but the caption says let me clarify Chris Hope does not have custody of Tay he has taken all of Tay's money everything you've seen online is just speculation this is because Chris Hope has silenced Tay through the legal system by speaking out about the truth he has no explanation for using 400,000 plus dollars in owed child support expenses as blackmail. He came to our house to drop off his settlement proposal for court, which details that all his owed child support must be waived. He has no explanation for the abuse or for the millions of dollars he has stolen. He can say in the press, I love her and want the best for her, but anybody can say that where's the millions of dollars he's stolen. Where's the $400,000 plus in child support. He never paid. Tay is fighting him in court. Currently he is trying to gain control over her life and custody in the GoFundMe there are police reports detailing the abuse tay endured at his home she has been scratched beaten and repeatedly thrown in the dark closet that is why chris hope lost his parenting to begin with chris hope has not seen her in years but somehow shows up after fame tay is truly in need of your help this is not a marketing scheme this is not a joke if he gains custody of her again he will abuse her just like how the gofundme details it he has taken all her money tay truly needs your help and there's another one. It says Chris Hope and his wife, Hanny Hope, previously known as Rashani Alcover, have been living a lavish lifestyle and going on vacation all of Tay's money. This is only 1% of the pictures I could get a hold of and it's like photos of him getting her designer bags and all that stuff and it says, notice how Tay is in none of them. They have abused Tay her whole life and now they are living off the millions they stole from her. Everybody is saying not to donate to the GoFundMe because Lil Tay's brother is running it. I am not the beneficiary of the GoFundMe. There is no option for me to withdraw anything from it. Tay legitimately needs help. I am posting on my sister's page because Chris Hope has silenced her so that she cannot speak about the truth. These are some pictures of Chris Hope and Hanny Hope enjoying the millions they stole from Tay while Tay was left silent from telling the world the truth. And then there are more photos of like the incidents that have happened. And this is something that I've just seen that's been going around online and this is extremely hard to see. And the photos are of course like super sad she's like this little girl and i am super disturbed by them um so from what i'm gathering it's her brother is trying to stand up for her and tell the story of her dad and that he's taken all the money that she's ever made from fame and all of that stuff, and hasn't paid child support, and he's trying to get custody of her, and he's trying to also get his uh, child custody fees waived, and they're alleging that he's like spent all of her money in like lavish luxuries for his wife and like going on vacation. So that's the situation. It's super fucked up. Like this is extremely upsetting, and and. Anytime that, like, there's a child in this, it's really heartbreaking. And I just, this is insane. I mean, I think everybody has been wondering, like, what happened to Lil Tay? uh, Because she's been off of the internet for quite some time now. And this is definitely not what anybody was wanting for her. People were just hoping that she was just living out her life being a kid. But this is clearly something way more serious. And it's extremely concerning. It just really makes me sad for her. And oh my gosh, this is an extremely sad situation. And I hope that, you know, she has really good lawyers. I hope that this GoFundMe page is actually real, that this money is actually going to be going to her and that it's all for those legal fees and that, you know, she'll be okay at the end of the day. Um, but that is that story. I do want to get into this Q&A. So... I figured it would be fun because we haven't done one in quite some time now, and I asked you guys on Instagram to ask me some questions, and there were a lot of replies, and I'm super excited to get into all of them. Some of them I might have answered before, but I just feel like, you know, we haven't done one in a while, so maybe I'll just, like, repeat some questions. But someone asked me, how have you been in general? And in general, I've been pretty good. Just a little stressed. My anxiety is like way up. But I feel like after I'm like settled in my new space, like everything will be fine. It is a really exciting time at the same time. So it's all just like very conflicting. It's like excitement, but also like scary, but also like stressful and I don't know. It's it's a lot. Um, but I'm excited. And, you know, there's like really good things that are coming. I'm, yeah. And someone said, do you live in Canada? I don't know why I get Canadian vibes from you. I don't live in Canada. I live in the US. And there are a ton of people that think I live in Canada because they say that I sound like I'm Canadian or something. Um, but no, I do not live in Canada. Um, someone else said, any updates for your upcoming drop? And yes. So, a couple of podcast episodes ago, I teased that I had, like, a special announcement, sort of, like, I had, like, a special project in the works, and the special, special project is still very much in the works, like, these types of things take time, I saw, like, a sample, it's not merch, um, that's the one clue I'll give you guys, but I saw, like, a sample of what it was possibly going to be this past week, and then I gave, like, some notes on it, and then they're gonna send me another one, and then hopefully I'll soon be able to share it all with you. But I'm so beyond stoked about what it is because I honestly haven't seen anybody that I personally like nowhere am friends with do something like this. And I'm excited. Like I think it's so cute. And I think you guys are gonna love it. I mean this is something that like I would definitely be obsessed with like in general, like without it even being mine, um, or even just like be like something from a YouTuber. I really wanted it to be something that anybody would be like, oh, that's so cute. I want that. Um, So, that's a little clue, I guess, that I can give you guys of, like, what I'm working on. But yeah, hopefully in the next coming months, it will be done. Like, I know, like, next coming months seems, like, super far away. (laughs) I'm hoping next month. Like, that's my prediction. I don't know. They didn't really give me a timeline, but it seems like that would be what to expect. Yeah. So, let's go with that. Someone said, what is your favorite way to let off stress? And 100% going in the bath. Like I think I was in the bath for like literally over an hour yesterday just because I needed a moment to just sit and relax or at least try to decompress and just be with, with myself. Like when I'm decompressing in the bath and i you know not on my phone and i just kind of am there it feels so good like a weight has been lifted or something or like for a few moments that i'm in the bath like nothing else matters like i don't have to think about other things but even if like there are things in the back of my mind it's like maybe for like a few seconds i'm like not thinking about them that's kind of the situation with that um, someone else says, would you ever do a face reveal? I don't know. I'm a little scared. Um, I think about it sometimes and then I'm like, I don't know. Um, so I'm like, I haven't like set a decision of like 100% no, but like I haven't said, so like, yeah, it's in the middle. I don't know. Um, someone said, favorite Taylor Swift song or album? I know that you guys that listen know that I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift. Um, And right now, I'm like going through a lover's phase of Cruel Summer, like nonstop Cruel Summer is being blasted. And that's what's getting me through like the next couple of weeks. I just love the vibe of Cruel Summer. But I think like my favorites are Wonderland, definitely Amazingness, and superstar from fearless is my absolute favorite and when she re-recorded it i was just like i'm gonna lose it because it's like amazing all too well of course i feel like i loved all too well and then it became like a really big thing like everyone else loved all too well but i will say that when i saw her in concert i don't think it was the most recent time i think it was like maybe like three concerts Ago that i went to go see her that she did a mashup of wildest dreams and enchanted and there's like no studio recorded version of it obviously she only did it at the concerts but you guys it's like the most beautiful thing like it makes me want to cry like everything inside me is just it cries when i hear that it's the best song ever and i wish it was like a real thing that she would put out so taylor please or anybody that's a swifty please like let her know like can we get this to actually occur because i need that song like in my apple music at all times um without like the crowd like sorry i i don't know what it is but like i i like concert movies and like things like that in like concert music videos but sometimes you like want to listen to the song without the crowd you know what i mean anyways let's see someone said is there an influencer that you really didn't like before that you ended up really liking now this one i really try to think about i don't know honestly i actually you know what i think it well this is not doesn't apply anymore but um i think like when i first started my drama channel i didn't like james charles like i never watched him i didn't have any feelings towards him i was just like okay like whatever and then i really started to like him and now I'm like, okay, well, no, I don't anymore. Like, what the fuck? Um, so, that's kind of my only example of that, but it's kind of a bust now because obviously I don't support that. I don't support him anymore after all the stuff that's come out about him because it's extremely disturbing. Um and someone says, who do you watch the most on YouTube? Um, Aspen Ovard is definitely my number one. I watch Tara Michelle sometimes because I like her home renovations. I'm like super interested in that kind of stuff. So I watch that. Um, I like Mr. K. They're so cute. Um, they're amazing at what they do. Uh, let's see who else. I, I don't know. I just watch a bunch of random stuff, like a bunch of random videos, health, nut, nutrition. i Watching her channel because I'm obsessed with her videos. Um, yeah, I go through random phases of liking people, and that's kind of just what happens. Like, randomly, I'll just be like, Oh my god, who is that? and then I'm super into their page for like the rest of the week, and then I move on to the next person, I guess. But yeah, um aspen and parker i'm obsessed with their channel and i definitely watch them the most oh um tj Petraka, he is married to aaron from the vlog squad and i really enjoy his vlogs and he was like going to quit at one point in time and i was like really upset about it but he didn't quit he didn't quit and i was super super happy about that um someone said what do you think about addison ray Honestly, I'm really happy for her. Like, the success she has reached as an influencer to, like, celebrity status is honestly super amazing and it's really hard and you never really see those types of things happen. Like, a lot of influencers never get out of the influencer, like, world and she's, like, friends with all these celebrities now that... You know she's really hustled. She's got this Netflix movie coming out. It's crazy. I think she has a really good team behind her. Like her managers and stuff are really putting in the work to get her these opportunities. And I think everything that she's doing is really catering to the people that like her. Because um, I think that Charlie, I love Charlie. Okay, like let me not. I'm not dissing Charlie, but I think her team is giving her opportunities that don't align with like her audience. Like when I think about Charlie D'Amelio, I would think like Disney Channel or Nickelodeon, but I feel like her team is giving her Jake Paul fight opportunities. And I saw that she had like a mattress brand um, collaboration. Like it wasn't a sponsorship, like her and Dixie created their own mattress and they're selling it. And As an adult, I was shopping for a mattress and then I saw it and I was just like, well, I'm not going to buy that mattress because it's like blue and yellow and it's going to like show through white sheets and... but. But like, what kid is going to be like, mom? Like, I want this mattress from Charlie D'Amelio. Like, I just don't think that that's gonna be a thing that occurs. Like, maybe, but mattresses are expensive. It's not like a Charlie D'Amelio action figure or like something like that. You know? Like, I I was hoping like maybe she would come out with like slime because there was a phase that she was going through where she was super into creating her own slime and now i'm just like um so we're not doing the slime i see um but yeah um that's that's my feelings on addison ray someone said what's your favorite food also hope you're having a great day you guys are so sweet anytime someone's like have a great day i like literally cry a little bit because you guys are so nice um but my favorite food is definitely a mix between like sushi and mexican food like of any kinds all all of you have amazing um, someone said, how do you feel about where you are at in life? Anything you want to change by the end of 2021? And I feel good about how, like where I am. Like, I feel like I'm really happy and there's a lot of exciting stuff, you know, to look forward to. And, like there's still like a lot of unknowns like i'm still super young but everything seems pretty exciting um someone said what's your favorite song my favorite song is by bahamas and like the entire album that he has pink strat is everything is amazingness on there amazing it's been my favorite since i was like 16 let's see what inspired you to make videos and start a podcast this is a question that i've answered before but basically one day i was like randomly on youtube i saw there was a drama between like manny way and, and i think he just gave like a strike to tea spill or something and i was like wait what is this like there's what are these videos and i was like oh i think i can actually make these and then i started making them and i was asked about a podcast I think like a year, a little bit in like a year into making my YouTube videos. And I just did not have the time at that moment. And then I thought last year that I felt like I had the time. And what really pushed me is that there were so many topics that I felt like I couldn't really talk about to like its full extent, like I would have to like censor it on my main channel that if i had a podcast i could just talk about it there and that's pretty much like what i've been able to do that's um been really fun um someone says do you actually enjoy reporting on social media drama do you see it being long term three to five years um i've literally been doing this is like my third year which is pretty crazy um i do hope that like it is long term i hope so because i feel like mainstream media outlets are not like reporting on influencers like there's no one that's like really reporting on them the way that like e news reports on the kardashians or anything so i feel like people are all all, always gonna be like a little interested like what's going on in the influencer world um and I do really enjoy reporting on social media. Like, I'm always on social media, so this is definitely, like, right up my alley, and I'm really excited about what I'm doing, which is super fun, and yeah, like, uh, it's just so exciting. Uh, Someone said, how is the move going? It's going, sis. It's going. Like, it's it's going, but, like, I'm stressed, (laughs) and I'm nervous because I just, like, want everything to, like, be okay and, like, be fine, but Yeah, I have like anxiety about furnishing the space, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Uh, Someone says, how do you do the voiceover then the visuals for videos? How does it sync up so nicely? So thank you (laughs) uh, for saying that you think it syncs up nicely. Basically, I will record my audio, then I'll edit the audio, and then I'll edit like clips on top of it. And... That's the easiest way, because I used to try to edit the audio and the video at the same time, and that was just, like, way too much and exhausting, and it was too time-consuming. So, this was, like, an easier flow, and it's the best. Um, but that is all the questions that I think I'm going to answer for today. I'm definitely going to, like, save these. I'm going to screenshot these, and then I'm going to... Uh, try to answer some more at a different time because I love doing Q and A's for you guys. They're literally so fun and just the best. I feel like that's when you guys get to really like know who I am and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I love getting to talk to you. I definitely want to hear what you guys have to think about all the topics that we talked about. You guys can let me know. You guys can DM me on Twitter. You guys are seriously the best. I love you guys so, so much. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.